I'm here with Baja Kovacs, a wellness coach. Um, she happens to be a big follower of the podcast, and I wanted to have her. Uh, we've had many conversations on food and food addictions, and I said you'd be the perfect person to have on the podcast. And a lot of people are struggling today to um, face their stuff, so instead they're stuffing their face <laughs> or stuffing their feelings <laughs> or stuffing their feelings. And you you deal you deal a lot with the community, and definitely we want to have a open conversation. I know this, this conversation can help tons of people. Uh, welcome. Welcome thank to you. Miami. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you for having me here. Um, it's pretty much feels surreal, like a dream. Um, can I share a quick story? Sure, of course. Okay, so um, I'm taking another coaching course because I'm constantly taking, you know, more and more and more. Um, and last Wednesday, it was like the, during the live coaching, he said, I want you to visualize who your ideal client and your ideal audience is. And I wrote down three or four things. One of them was gratitude. Open, you know, open, open to self improvement um, and spirituality. The next day, we got on a call and we got you inviting me onto the show, and I was like, if that's not manifestation, wow. because I don't know any audience that's more tuned into gratitude, and I don't know anybody giving that message over more than you, and I don't know any audience out there who is absorbing that message of gratitude, spirituality, and and being and being willing to just you know take upon yourself to do the hard work and not you know pass the buck to sure. anyone else so i'm sitting here talking to that audience a day you know a week after i wrote that down amazing to me that's like a mind-blowing amazing, thing amazing. and i'm just so grateful for all in the name of rabbi nachman of course yes um who spoke who's, who's had i would say 20 or 30 tours on food and he was very yeah. careful food addiction especially the connection emotionally yeah um, and I know a lot of times people are, you know, they, they fall into, he's, he said many times that people fall into these cravings, et cetera, due to obviously not connecting to the truth. Yeah. So yeah. first of all, how'd you get into the space? I sometimes wonder that myself, like, why don't I just go sell real estate? Right, <laughs> but, right, right. Um, but You're much I, more fulfilled, I'm sure, <laughs> at this. I think that's what it is. I, you know, I always wanted to be a therapist. Um, right. My parents advised me against it because they just felt like it would be very heavy. Um, and I think that they were right. And this is sort of like the in-between sort of not too heavy because in the end of the day, it's, you know, about food. But we do get into real life stuff as well. Um, and I had personal challenges also where, you know, actually my my um, heaviest weight was in high school and I was doing it all wrong and I didn't have the right information. I don't know if you know in the 90s, but like fat was bad. So right, as long as it was right. fat free, <laughs> then you were That's fine. Stupid, so right. I was eating like fat free Pringles, fat free Entenmann's. Fat free candy. Fat, yeah. free, fat free candy. Yeah. And I was getting fatter and fatter and I knew I was doing this wrong, but I didn't know how to do it. So fat I started. Fat free Coke. Fat free right. Coke. Yeah. So Coke Zero, anybody who knows me knows right. that's like my one vice, but like fat free Entenmann's, an entire cake, that's oh not going to get you there. But I didn't know anything. Um, and so I was actually my heaviest then. Um, which, you know, I like to tell people that because a lot of people think that when you get to your 30s or 40s, it's like automatic. It's not. Right, <laughs> it's, right. it's, that's not true. Um, so after I struggled and sort of found my way through it, which I think most coaches um, end up doing, most pe coaches end up coaching in whatever they've sort of um, conquered and they just want to bring people there with me. And I'm like, I want to spread this, um, you know, sort of what I've found and what I've discovered so that you don't have to, you know, we don't have to be starving right. in order to have an, you know, have a great weight. And we can conquer the, and you can conquer the cycle of under eat, over eat, binge, and that whole cycle. And we've been doing that amazingly. Um, Amazing. So that's who, who are your typical, who are your typical clients? My typical client is usually women ages 25 to 60, I would say. Mm -hmm. A lot, sometimes men, um, although I find that men, um, they're a little bit less emotional about their eating, but I don't want to generalize. But <laughs> in gen my, you know, let's say it's eighty percent women um, that that come to me, and they they come to me. Um, most of them come to me after they've had a lot of um, bad, you know, bad or failed experiences where they tried to lose weight and they did, and then they gained it back. Um, and they've, they've done that possibly multiple times and they're just ready for like another way. And they sort of ready to let go of like, th there's this, there's this like, there's like this two, you know, two, two ends to the spectrum. Like either I want to just lose the weight fast and right. starve it down or cut out full food groups or Ozempic or put some, you know, I don't know if you know about this one, but no. ball, they put these balls behind the ears and it's supposed to do some sort of like acupressure and it does and they lose their appetite. But then when they gain it back, they, mm. when, when they take it off, they gain it all back. Um, so that's a typical client who's sort of done this, you know, done this and is done with it and is ready to accept that it may have to be a little bit slower. But, um, right, and then the other end of the starving is the overeating. 
and right. and they're ready to sort of just find a balanced way to you know to do I that. Mean, th this is so important because up to like eighty to ninety percent of our serotonin comes from our gut. Yeah. So our yeah. happiness I is at the I end of our to your class on that. Yeah. And I, I th once I found out eighty to eighty to ninety percent of it's like our gut has its own brain. I mean, it literally has right. its own brain. <laughs> right. I mean, that's, you know, you, you, what you eat determines your mood, and you, yes. you, your mood determines your, your, your behaviors. Yes. I mean, your whole life could change uh, with that's, your diet. That's what I think, that's what I find also, is that it feels like we're talking about right. food. But really, at the end of the day, when, you know, when, when this becomes under control, so much more mm. becomes under control, and the doors open, and things become possible, and discipline comes into place, right. and good mood comes into place, and empowerment comes into place. So, so I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not body I'm image, self esteem. Yeah, body, it's, I'm it's not selling weight thing. loss. I'm selling like bliss. You know, what I'm saying I'm, right. I'm, so I'm selling bliss, empowerment, self esteem. That you know, that's that's really what I. What right, I'm and we're also at, we're also we're, we're even Amer America itself. They everything's GMOs, everything. So even if you just live here and you eat somewhat normal, right, you're still going to put on weight. Still, which is, yeah, which yeah. Is a problem. I, I think that the, the it's it it really takes a level of mindfulness to eat right. what your body needs and not eat more than your body needs, right? The GMOs, but also the 15 foot meatballs, yeah. right? So yeah. if I didn't sodium, <laughs> yeah, so so right, and then it also gives us this perception of like if I worked really hard not to eat the 20 pounds of meat then I feel like I should be losing weight, but actually I probably still ate more than my body needs, right. so I get this like warped perception because I worked really hard because, and everyone else is around me is eating so much, but it doesn't mean you ate you know, right. what your body needs. You still might have eaten you know, more, more, more than your body can deal with, and that gets stored as fat. Amazing, amazing, yeah. amazing. Another thing is, um, you know, I, I remember myself, w you know, once I started training, I, you know, and I had a very, very good trainer, and he's like, listen, you know, sodium holds water. It so the more you the more exactly. he holds water and all this meat. The yeah. problem with a lot of this the kosher meat we it's already salted. Right. right. And then we put the put the salt. <laughs> right. So you have like you're dealing with like <laughs> right. two thousand right. Eat a piece of skirt steak, Two thousand grams of sodium. Right. right. And then you're craving sugar. Right. Right. You don't have the willpower for the sugar, and the, and the salt creates the sugar craving. But right. but also just that feeling of bloatedness Correct. makes me not want to, you know, work hard towards my goals because right. I feel icky, even if it's just water weight. Right, the sodium right. is right. not it's not it's not stored in your fat cells. It's water weight, but now I'm sluggish, and now right. I'm not. I wake up feeling like you know blimpy. That's not a, that's not a way to rock and roll. Right. You know, and I have that all the time. I could show you three texts from this week. Hi, good morning. I feel bloated. Yeah, we just had Shavuos. <laughs> you know oh, what I'm saying? Wow. And so, and this is discouraging, yeah, right? Yeah. Winners win, and right people who are feeling good keep feeling good, and people who are feeling icky, that's you know that cycle is just sort of perpetuates. So you're bringing you're really bringing mindfulness back. I mean, yes. and so kosher is not kosher is not enough. Basically, kosher is not enough. Right. No. Just because it's kosher doesn't no, mean no, you can, doesn't you're going to be safe from a heart. No, you cannot will no. not have a heart attack we're, or we're obesity. Bringing, we're bringing mindfulness yeah. back, um, and and I have a really good trick for mindfulness okay. and it's so simple and it's so difficult and we always say that just because it's simple doesn't mean it's easy exactly right? so the, the trick is that if you keep a really detailed food log and like a good one like not like if you ate a bucket of fried chicken don't write chicken write a bucket of fried chicken like Oof. right so if i know i have to keep this food log right then I have to be mindful the entire day oh. in order to keep track of it, right? So I say two minutes, just track, and everyone's like, you know, okay, two minutes. But that takes an entire day of mindfulness, right? Which is why people resist it. It's because right. you're not really asking me for two minutes. You're asking me for an entire day of mindful. It's it's code, you know, for stay mindful all day. Um, but those who do it see tremendous success. Because right, because if they have to write it down, they're rather not. If I gotta it's look amazing. at it, I gotta eventually do wow. something about it. It's a good reverse psychology. It's a great. It's a great. It's like like a picture, oh. you know, picture I'm working on my marriage, right? And I have to write down every good thing that I did and every not good thing that I did. I, uh, first of all, I'm going to be really careful not to have to write the, you know, the not nice things that I said, right? right. But if I, if, but if I write it down anyway, even if I wasn't happy about it, I'm going to change it. We can't keep looking at it in the mm. eye. We could push it to the back of our brain, but we can't keep looking at it on paper and doing the same thing over and over again, unless we have no heart, you know right. what I'm saying? Right. So what do you what are your you, what are your typical like you we had we had a conversation one time, and this is really strict that you see a lot of people that fall into the com communities and they they lose their self. Yeah, yeah. That was like that was a pretty shocking line. It's it's pretty incredible. Um, it, it's like we could fall into a it could be a Hasidic community it that, that could, yeah, there's no and, self. And, and God forbid, I don't want to bash. No, any no, no, community right. Because every community has its pluses and minuses. There's right. no perfect, but no, I but do you do see in general in other many communities where people are just so they want to be like everybody else. They, there's no self. Yeah, there's like there really is a lack of a sense of self to the sense where I would work with teenagers and I would say like, how do you feel about your week? And they would say, I don't know. 
or you know, I would even ask, you know, sometimes, how do you feel about shaving your head before? I never really thought about it, right? So there's a certain um, um, bristle of self right. where, where a, a, a particularly with women, um, their role is daughter, wife, mother, and mm. somewhere in there, there's a, there's a neshama and a person who has a mission in and of herself wow. um, that that sort of just gets lost along the way, um, and. And it's it's not it's it's well meaning. I mean, I want to give you know I was I want to give over to the next generation. I believe in the next generation after the Holocaust. We got you know rebuilding and all that. But something gets lost in the way where there's a total like you know I, I I don't even I don't even exist. I don't even look at my body. I don't even I don't mm. take the time to eat. I just you know I feed I feed my husband. I'll prep him a salad. Not mm. me. <laughs> this right, is you know right. I'll, I'll I'll make him a salad in the morning and I won't make one for myself. Um, and there's a certain, you know. Why do you feel that? Why do you feel that's such a case? It's I, I, I really think that that's the training. Lack of deserving it. I mean, what it it what could do you be worthiness, is? but yeah. I think it's also just there. I, there's no stage in between daughter to wife and mother. So there's no development mm. of that, you know, of that stage. I mean, it, some people stay single a little bit longer, but if you get married at 18 or 19, right, and you're taught your whole life that your mission in life is to take care of your husband, which absolutely I'm a big fan of, and your mission in life is to raise a beautiful family, there, there's no one's talking about it. No one's developing mm. the self. There's no stage of self-discovery or, you know, and again, we could talk about how colleges and, you know, that stage goes on for 10 years. That's not necessarily mm. good either, right? But there's no nobody's encouraging it. And nobody, and there's no time to really develop it, right? So, um, and then, and then what happens is they really just get busy, right? All, all, you know, all, everyone's busy, I think, <laughs> right? But they just get busy, and so the first thing that gets neglected is just themselves, lunch, right. dinner. You know, they eat a couple of scraps of breakfast, and then they, you know, and then they go about their day and they're preparing, and then at three or four o'clock they realize that they're starving, um, and at that point. They're so hungry and their blood sugar is so low that they literally just need to grab for the mm. nearest thing, right? And it could be intentional, like, oh, yay, I don't need to eat. I'm not hungry. I'm so, you know, I'm going to get skinny because I'm not, right? So sometimes it's sometimes it's conscious, like, I don't. if I'm not hungry during the day, why should I bother eating? And sometimes it's just plain busyness. And sometimes it's a very intentional, um, I think this is the way to lose weight. You know, there's, there's right. many combinations of it. But that the encouraging your clients to say, Take some time You're for yourself. You're Hashem's child, right? <laughs> I was, I was telling, I was, we were talking about this before. Like, right, Hashem is from, from, from the beginning to the end of time, right? right? We're, we're, we're all babies, in, you know, in, in, in um, perspective, right? So you're taking care of Hashem's babies, but who's taking care of this? You know, this, this, mm. this baby needs food too, and this baby needs sleep, and this, you know, basic self care. I'm not even talking about like flying so off to Miami. You know, I'm just talking about eating. Right. Sleeping, even so, sometimes they don't even go to the bathroom. So just you know, just eating right and sleeping right, taking care of your physical needs. Um, it, it's gotten to the point where any anybody who eats lunch in certain communities, it's because they're on a diet, right? Like if you're eating tuna and salad and crackers and you're and you're stopping at two o'clock for lunch, it's because you're on a diet. Okay. Go look at a kid, right? They eat breakfast, they eat snack by recess, they eat lunch, they they eat snack by recess, they come home, have a fruit, some dinner. Maybe a little treat at night if they, right. you know, if they, and if we would eat like that, we'd be all right. This is what I actually encourage. Is it's all or nothing. You're saying it seems right, to be all or nothing. I'm saying do it the way the kids do it, right? And they're not having six helpings, and they're not starving all day. And if they would skip lunch, we would feel horrible for them, mm -hmm. right? But they eat regularly in a portion-controlled manner, just because you pack them a lunch, or it is, it's, it's by nature portion-controlled, and they're active and. They have and it all figured you out. Know, it seems to be like I, I you know, obviously you, you you adapt to your environment. Yeah. You know, so you know, you see, you know, in the religious, you see this a lot. And I'm, I'm obviously I'm Orthodox. I'm, uh, you know, I'm like, just because you're Orthodox doesn't mean this is the way you eat. I mean, right. This is the way. Right. And obviously there's Shabbat and everything, but everything has again. There's a time for everything. Sometimes but I say crazy things. People like just this is an <laughs> area where as long as it's kosher, pasi sral, this right. sral, this it doesn't have a hundred bugs. But <laughs> forget the sodium, forget the. I just I don't understand. Maybe I'm off. So uh, it's a lot of it is cultural. Correct. Right? It's not, ju it's be not religious. It's, be a culture. it's cultural. So like I'll say things like maybe don't make that potato kugel if you're going to eat half the pan, and right. it's like, it, how how right. can I not make potato kugel? And I'm like, it's very simple. You leave the mixer in the drawer, and you, you just don't, right? So, but I do want to respect the culture, right? Correct. So I'll, I'd rather work with them and say, okay, so how Portion much portion size? Yeah. So how much kugel is too little? And you're just not. You're gonna keep going back for more, right? How much is too much? And you know you're not losing mm -hmm. weight. How much is just right? 
good. Could we stick? Can we stick to that and maybe have some salad or some cucumber salad or you know chickpeas right. with it so that we stabilize? And they do that, and it works. And that's really what you know. Instead of trying to work against it, I try to sort of work with you know with that culture. Um, but you know, because especially especially in the Hasidic communities, mm-hmm. culture and religion are very you know. It's, it's, it's almost it's almost in it's almost like um, I, I don't know what the word is, but it's like usher to say don't make kugel or don't bake challah right, or whatever right. it is. So you know, I try to be I try to be respectful of that. But I think it's in you know all from communities. There's a, a heavy right. emphasis on But this is just just a practical on a practicality uh, and your energy levels. You're yeah, you're fighting your body. You're, you're just you can't wake up. You don't feel. Yeah, it's just you, there's no way. And Reb Nachman said it. Reb Nachman said the Baal Shem Tov says you'll never have a healthy soul if you don't have the body. Yeah. You know, the Rambam, but somehow and this it, is it's not It's so hard to, like, emphasize. put those two together, which is that we're given one body, right, and we're entrusted to take good care of it, right? But then we have this, like, culture of, you know, right, right. Kogel and Chala and da-da-da-da-da-da-da, and, like, really marrying those two worlds right. without disrespecting it. That's really what I try to, you know, what I try to do. And then I get these messages all day. I feel so empowered. I feel so energized. Yeah, I was able to stick to this little portion. I didn't, you know, I took I took mm-hmm. a slice of cheesecake on Shavuos and stopped at that. To me, that's the happiest place. Rather right. than I, you know, I starved myself and had none, and then there's the bounce back effect. Of, you know. I mean, we we know that self control is very connected to self esteem. Yes. So if there's lo- no self control, there's no self esteem. And then the way you treat yourself is the way you treat others. This is exactly. This is so you I, can I, see I, a lot I, of dysfunctional relationships. Just this is exactly right. Like th- I was talking yesterday, I have a little you know co- um, WhatsApp community, like 150 members, um, and the message was yes. Message yesterday was exactly that, which is if you want to have um, self confidence, right? So you need to trust yourself, which means you need to right. say you're going to do something and, and do then it. do it. And so stop saying you're going to eat nothing if you're going to bust it up and ruin it. Rather. You be realistic and reasonable with yourself, right? Say I'm going to drink four cups of water and walk around the and walk around the you know the block three times, mm. um, and have a small piece of cake, right? And then do that, and then you're going to start to trust yourself, and you get your self esteem, and you get yourself, and you get your confidence because right, self confidence doesn't come from I'm the right. best, right? Because I'm not the best. Someone's better. I'm not the greatest. I'm not the smartest, right? I'm confident in myself. I can. I do what I say. I do what I say. I'm going to do, and that empowers me. Um, and a lot of people have had a lot of failed experiences, right. um, so they stop trusting themselves, and they don't actually believe that they can do this. So you have to. Th- that's part of what we do. Also, is we rebuild that trust in, you know, by s- by by not setting the bar or being a perfectionist or you know or doing starvation programs, you know, relevel the bar, make it doable, then do it, right. and now we start building the confidence. It's funny how you know you speak about this. E- like Reb Nachman would say, you can have a little bit of a drink, it'll open up your consciousness. Yeah. But if it's too much, it brings judgment. Yeah. So there's a, it's all about that really, really that that moderation. Por- that, that moderation. And I also I I, I eat moderation. I don't start if I want sugar, I'll have some sugar. Like like, like, like your like cookies the cookie. that are <laughs> like the, the cookie. <laughs> We're White not chocolate anything, oatmeal but cookie, but, <laughs> but amazing. It's pretty amazing. It's, but this is the kind of stuff that I'll I'll definitely have. Yeah. I'm ne- I'll never deprive myself, but right. portion control f- a lot of fiber. Yeah, it's all it's um, all the right stuff. Yeah, anything that anything that and I'll know right away does it give me a headache afterwards or not. Right. That's pretty much the Oh yeah. You know, I- if it's if it's not if it's too much, right away I'll give me a headache. If it's too much sugar, or if it's pro- over processed, or anything, it's like right that. away I'll get I'll get because I'm not. Right. I'm, if so it's not clean, so far so good because you had so one far before, so good. No I had one. It's yes, perfect. We got two thumbs up so far. So, so far so good. <laughs> you know, I see a lot. You know, there's a there's a huge move right now intermediate fasting. Yes. And I see this is not. You know, it, 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 I I personally practice it. I'll stop eating at seven eight seven yeah. o'clock. Yeah. I'll go out. But you see a lot of people eating eleven o'clock, ten. You, know, so you yeah. go to a New York restaurant. Yeah, so people are eating so steaks you, at ten, eleven o'clock. Nail, I'm like, whoa! And this is another. Culture. How in the world are you waking <laughs> up at ten, eleven? How are you eating a snake at ten, eleven o'clock at night? So this is exactly wine, right. dessert, potatoes at, at midnight. And you expect like to wake up like and like a human to wake being, up fresh and do your devoted <laughs> first thing <laughs> in the morning. If yeah, how in the world is that happening? Morning. No, it's not. It's not. So it's not happening. So it's not because the people who are eating the steaks at ten and. Again, there's no judgment. Uh, you can't I, eat it at no 10 judgment, o'clock at night. But the steak. culture of, of the people who are eating late are also getting a much later start to the day. I just want you to know that. Um, mm. But but, um, but that's a, that's also a but, problem. But one of the things that I promote is eat early. If Eat early, eat often, and early, which is kind of the idea of the intermittent right. fasting. Because someone can do the intermittent... And early. Y- yeah, so some people can do the intermittent fasting, but they can do it all wrong. So they can start their day at noon, food-wise, 
end at midnight and still knock out a right. 12 hour fast but that's not that's not right. gonna you know because so you're already fasting anyway so I want the, right so i want the intermittent fasting but i want it done by eat early eat often end early like we say in chicago vote early vote often that's not working whatever they're voting whatever they're voting <laughs> in chicago <laughs> let's use a better example better <laughs> no so it's but that's what it is anyway eat voting early. right now is, 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 is rigged half right, of it anyway right, so right. let's, let's use we could all yeah. agree on that whatever side of the you know where we fall um but that's the idea is um the the intermittent fasting is good. You get yourself into ketosis after 13, 14 hours. But by starting early, eating often, ending early, you actually maximize your metabolism because right. you're working with nature, right? Nature doesn't care what you decided bedtime is, right? We flip on the lights and we stay up till 1 or 2 a.m. Nature doesn't care. Nature is sunrise to sunset, and wow. that's when our strongest metabolism is. So if I can mm. if I can hone into it, right, if I can eat, right, I can eat, I don't want to say sunrise, but you know, that's a little early, but I actually eat like around seven, right? Eat early Same. with sunrise and then be done around sunset, right? So in the winter, the summer, whatever it is, um, that's when your metabolism is the strongest, which will mean that you can then eat more because you're because wow. your body's going to burn it off, as opposed to if you work against nature and you eat like later, you know, later. So your 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 natural metabolism slows, and now you're putting all that food on a slow metabolism, which is a shame. so. Would you so would you would you say it's more importantly to focus on the things are going to change? Because not for example, different foods have different effects on your metabolism. That's also that's also true. That's also right. true. But I try so not timing to and, and so the quiet. timing. So the p the critical pieces are the timing, right? The portion con the, the the timing. Um, eating early, eating often, ending early, the portion control, so that even when you're doing those things, keep it to moderate portions, which I, you know, I teach my clients what portion control looks right. like. Um, and then, you know, and then just making sure that we're not deprived, so we're having some, you know, good Correct. things in there. Those are the three, and then what I said before, tracking, keeping a food log. Um, mm. the, that's basically the, you know, the, the, the strategic piece the strategic. of it. Then there's, you know, then there's the mindsets and the, the and emotional yeah, the mindsets, the emotional parts, the habits, all that. But strategically, that's exactly it. Because there's a lot of nervous eating, you can there's see. There's a lot of stress eating. Even when I when I when I get sometimes a little a little a little anxious, I'll start. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But at least I'll have. Yeah. Something. But if you have something that's right there. Something that's decent. So something that's not. Uh, so almost all my clients will tell me that they're emotional eaters. Yeah. At, at, on you some level. It's almost on impossible level, not to right, be not to have that. You know, right, you have that right. something. But you just said something really important, which was that you you didn't you're not starved because you you take care of the eating right. part of your day right so now picture i had you know a crust of my kids leftovers plus a square of chocolate with the coffee or whatever um nothing 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 and now i'm stressed versus picture i ate breakfast snack lunch snack fruits vegetables water and now i'm stressed right one of those mm. one of those is not like the other one of those is going to end up in disaster and a Correct. binge and one of those is going to end up in you know i need a s couple more squares of chocolate or a, a, right. a cookie or something so the baseline's got to be um, that I took care of my physical needs. I ate, right? Um, then the emotional regulation piece, which is like my favorite piece, um, and which I've learned so much from you, re really, like most of what I talk about in emotional regulation is Hashem loves us. Hashem knows exactly what's perfect for us. Um, all, all my clients, you know, most of them are religious, and they all know that Hashem's in charge. So telling them Hashem's in charge is not helpful, but Hashem is in charge. Hashem loves you. So Hashem is an angry is father in charge. Right, exactly. Right. That's not helpful, yeah. and that doesn't, that doesn't right. But Hashem is in charge. Hashem love. is pure love. Hashem knows better than you. I could see 10 feet forward and 10 feet back. He could see from the, right? He knows exactly what's good for you. And he not only that, he recreates the world every single second perfectly for your good. So even if this doesn't feel good right now, and, and I've had, I'm, I'm not just preaching, like I've had right. stuff, right? Even if it doesn't feel good, it's love. It's pure love. And for me, that, you know, sort of putting myself in Hashem's embrace and, f and, and fi you know, and, and, and maybe what's my growth opportunity here or whatever is better than any emotional regulation right. that I've learned out there. And there's a lot. And there's, you know, and there's plenty. And you can call a friend and you can watch something. You, you could, you could right. figure out a way to chill out. And you could even eat a little cookie, you know, a as long as it's, it's portion controlled. But the, 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 the most powerful way that I've been able to, for myself and give over to clients for emotional regulation is Hashem loves you. Mm. It's painful doesn't mean it's bad. This is perfect, mm. and it's probably perfect yeah. for your growth right now. And then figuring out what that might look you like. You know, it's funny. David Hawkins in his book, he had a he letting had a go. Letting oh, go. Yeah. So he had he had a, he had another book. Uh, I think uh, power versus food. There was another book where he spoke about food addictions. Yeah. And and, and he says yeah he says unbelievable advice. He says only eat when you're not hungry. 
eat when you're not hungry. Correct. Do not eat when you're hungry. Interesting. Because the whole point is, if it's you're eating when you're hungry, it's you're gonna overeat. You're gonna cave in. Right. Right. Your willpower is depleted. That's but when you when you're not hungry, right. You're probably just gonna eat less. Right. So well, that's but specifically, do not eat when you're hungry. Yeah. So I think, but I, I think that that's kind of what we are trying to do. Because he says like, twelve minutes ago, for example, craving will last twelve, 12 minutes. minutes. So yeah. for example, if it lasts twelve minutes, right. and you know this is just right. some emotional wave yeah. coming to you, right. and twelve minutes is gone. Right. Women all, all Correct. day, up and down. Right. <laughs> twelve minutes, it's gone. Right. Twelve minutes, it's right. gonna come just like on on Yom Kippur. Right. Next thing you know, there's yeah, these like ways. And then, and then you're good for another four hours. Correct, and correct. Right. So, so says, actually, break the pattern. I think that that's pretty much, without knowing this, Dave, I know some of David Hawkins, but I didn't know he says this, but yeah, said by that. staying, uh, by eating every two and a half hours on the schedule that I propose for my clients, I think you do stay ahead of that hunger. And so, right, because if I, I always tell them, at the two, two and a half hour mark, eat anything rather than getting to the three hour mark where we get starving and then we you know and then you right mm. and I, so so i don't mean anything anything but right, like right. don't wait till you know for the fourth or fifth hour till you get home and could create a whole salad and you know whatever just eat you know just grab a you know a pack of nuts or something just to because right. because once that hunger builds up like like david hawkins like you were saying that's when we really get right, out of control um but you said something interesting also because there's hunger and then there's craving and then there's emotional eating, and then there's temptation, and it's you know for a lot of people it's a big mishkababel in their head. So we try to sort that out also, um, and the best way to sort it out is by having the baseline of breakfast, snack, lunch, snack, dinner, fruits, vegetables. So it's certainly not hunger. Now we can figure out: is this stress? Is this temptation? Did I just see chocolate? It's probably just temptation. Mm -hmm. Is did I just you know get yelled at by my boss? It's probably you know emotional. And then what you know kind of how mm -hmm. to strategize what to do. Of those, so name it to tame it, name it to tame it, and what you resist right. persists. Name it also. to name it to right. tame it, but don't persist the problem because that causes exactly, more of exactly, exactly. And I've seen people who have struggled with this for years jumping from diet to diet and starving themselves and gaining it back and feeling like failures. And real, and the first thing I always tell them is, You are not a failure, that was a failed system because that was right. not right. sustainable, Beautiful. right? It wasn't sustainable, so you didn't. It, it was it was never meant to be a long-term thing. It's not sustainable to be right. starved or cut out full food groups or be deprived. So number one is you have no pattern of failure. I just want them to know that. Like right. so right, don't you don't have like a a a, a you know not, you don't have a pattern here, right? Um and right because a lot of people lose faith and lose trust in themselves, right? And then number two is you need a sustainable, right, uh, a sustainable solution. Right. That's you know that yeah, you that's, can't that's stop eating, right. That's that's what, that's eating. the that's the launching pad is that those the, the starving doesn't Starving doesn't. So the, a lot, you know, Rabbi Nachman would say, and he says the main lesson where he speaks about this is lesson forty-seven. He said the key element of to avoid overeating is faith. It's faith. Well, it's exactly. I it. mean, because if you if you have faith, you don't really have to run away from the problem. And, and, just and it's okay to feel accept it, right? right? Because I think that the overeating right. come. You know, if I'm fed and I'm still stressed, right, and I'm still stress eating, and I'm so, right, so that's usually due. To there's a lot of pain behind there, and that's right. a, we get into that a lot with my clients, also marriages and you know relationships and parents, and we get right into that, which is why I call myself a personal coach, not a necessarily yeah, weight loss coach. Yeah, it's always it's never it's about never the about issue. It's never exactly. about the food, exactly, exactly. So we have to, you know, so so so, but if I if I need to numb every feeling because I can't li because I can't have icky feelings, and I have to right. right we we, we, ha we have to be open with our to that pain and say it's okay to be in pain. And it doesn't mean it's bad. And maybe it's actually so, so there's something th right. there's something there for me to learn from and to grow from, right? So if I have faith, that means I accept pain. What do you What if do you I think about? Pain, I don't need to numb it. What do you think? Do you think probably it's, now that things have gotten worse in social media because some of these, I mean, some of these people, the, the shape they're in, yeah. it's not sustainable. Yeah. Sure it and it's not even real. Now it's yeah. AI. Now it's not even a real person. I don't know. Like there's a guy that in my gym. He's, I mean, he's body, but I mean, right. bro, you know, I said. You don't have kids. You don't have kids. You don't work. Right. You, you know you're doing this all day long. You, you, whatever. So, He's working so at FedEx, <laughs> but you're not. You know, if you're running a business, yeah. you're got three kids. I mean, you're, you're doing just, a good job. You're doing a pretty good job. I, I really have to. <laughs> With I really. The and kids I really and have to steal time for it. I have to yeah. steal time for a workout. Yeah. I make it a must because it changes. Yeah. So much. But I think that. But um, you can't. It's not. There's some things that are not. Don't, I think there's it's a. Not, you, it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable and not. To be that so some kind I of crazy think shape. There's a more recent shift where people really stopped believing that they can't on social media. 
they don't even know if it's a human anymore because it uh, might just be a, an, an AI. So that's a good thing. Like we always knew Instagram was fake, but now we know it's like really fake. And I think people are starting, starting to disconnect from that a little bit. That's, you know, right. um, but I think that for a lot of my clients, they just want to feel good and, you know, good sure. in their skin. They're not looking for anything crazy. They want to feel good in their good skin. In they want to have control and power over their food. They want to stop with the spiraling and yo-yoing and binging. And they want to have a clear strategy that they know can get them there. And then keep and then keep them there, so that you know, so so without hunger and without deprivation, they're not necessarily looking to be, um, you know, like what, right. what they see on social media for for most of my for most of my clients. It, it's it could be a di- you know, right. Miami could be a different story. I don't know. No, it's also extremely important that, you know, you just because you got married doesn't mean okay. I cut the fish. I, I'm gonna let myself go. I'm gonna have a couple. Ki- you know, this is not a European this thing. This no, is a very American no. thing. I have a couple kids, or or guys. Yeah. I get married. I'm comfortable. What do I need to what? And next thing you know, you let yourself it's, go. It's really challenging. You can't do that. It's really challenging because you know so, some women will say, "Well, my husband likes it, likes me a little heavier." That's rare, but I, I've heard that. I've heard that. Okay. But, I, again, um, we're not we're not saying. But I had a client who asked me yesterday. She said, "Like, you know, I, I'm happy at," the, and she's not very overweight. She, you know, she can lose mm-hmm. 15 pounds or so. And she says, "I'm happy at this weight, um, but my husband likes me how I was, you know, before my three kids, you know, 15 pounds lighter." So I said, well, do you like your husband? She said, yeah, <laughs> right. And she's like, obviously. I was like, well, it's not obvious, you know. But um, if you do, you, do you like making him happy? And she's like, she, she's super creative. She makes him pretty, you know. She cooks for sure. him, right? So, so is this something that you can do just f- for him the same way you cook for him? Even if, even if you feel comfortable in your skin, I don't think it's a terrible thing to do something. I, s- I sent my husband to the gym when I met him. He was 130 pounds and six feet. And I was like, you're going to have to bulk up. And now he's 160 pounds. And, and right. he would never have done it if I didn't ask, but he did it for me. Right. And, I and think that, that, that you have to be careful how you say it. Oh, I, say, I mean, I say, I say it nicely. And also, right. he knows that I work really, you know, like I, I keep myself together. So right, it's right. not, you know, and I do, I do that. I don't know if it's for him, but I know he enjoys it. But I do it for myself, too. But he, you know, he's, he's more like um, in the books, <laughs> you know, and he's, he's, he wouldn't have done it if not for me. But it's a beautiful thing to do for someone if it, if it means something to them. Right. Um, you know, as long as it's not against, you know, as long as it's not against your value system, you don't want to, you don't want to lose yourself in the process. Do you, do you feel like p- clients would, people hire you because you did, they have, they need that accountability, I feel. It's, it's, I mean, or, or even reasons. if there's like a disaster that you, you're able all to make a U-turn. Reasons. Some of the, some of them are having, you know, some of them, like we said before, they have this history of just trying all these extreme things and mm-hmm. just not finding, not, it's not sticking. And every time they gain it back with us, they're more frustrated and they know that I'll, know that i have this approach um and then yes and then they stay because of the accountability so like it's very rare that a client ever leaves you know not, not because they didn't get to their goal but because they understand also that the same skill set that it takes to lose the weight is the same skill set that it takes to, right. to 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 keep the weight off and so Correct. it needs that accountability and it needs those habits and it needs the you know being mindful it needs the portion control and they w- want someone to know that they that they need someone to care with them also it's funny because any every addiction usually ends up becoming a spiritual awakening yeah you know there's always a, you know there's an awakening like I- even in even in the addiction itself or even in the food there's a problem that needs to be resolved there's something deeper correct and there's something that we're numbing usually and when correct. We, and when we allow ourselves to unnumb and feel it my what comes up but my what gr- like amazing growth happens if you know in, right. in the right environment and if you know and it doesn't even necessarily take years and years of therapy Right. Sometimes just allowing that pain and then feeling what is you know what is the root of this pain and then you know just keep what what you say what resist sure. what you resist persists. Um, I do refer people to therapists sometimes, um, but a lot of times you can do this through the healing just by sort of stopping the numbing, opening up the pain, and then what you talked about emotional regulation and bringing the faith, bringing the sure. faith into yeah, the pain. It's it's, um, it's so important. You have to show up as your best self to a relationship because you need energy. And I say today, it's not a lack. You know, sometimes you know you're you're you're, you're exhausted, you're tired, you don't have the head to, to even deal with a conversation with your spouse. Right. You need energy. Right. You, need you energy. really need energy. It takes energy to talk. Marriage <laughs> need you need not energy for, for business. Right. You need energy for right. for people. I mean, right. I, I, without energy. To, to and if your food is basically knocking down your energy, then, you're then you need you're to. Saying exactly you right. really my need to change fir- it. My first thing that I want to make sure is: Does my client have a vision, not for their children, right. for themselves? Do you want to rock this life out, or do you just like want to sort of like pass? Right? If you don't That's have good. a vision of what's possible for you, that. so then you don't care about your energy right. levels. You just care if your kid got into a good yeshiva. Like, what about you? Like, it, right? <sighs> what yeah. It's not just the next generation. What? This is your one life. Because they're just mi- they're mirroring their parents. They're mirroring. They're yeah, mirroring a better. Yeah, but 
so so then if, if that's the case and that's who I'm getting, then I'm going to ask them what would become possible, and I actually have this as a homework, 50 things that are going to become possible for you when you have control and mastery over food and have a great, you know, great figure. And like, then I ask them, give me 50 more, right? Because people, they're not even, they don't have a vision of, you know, just, mm. you know, and, and yes, there's a lot to be said about raising a beautiful family or being, you know, but the, you know, the, 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 right. the maximizing your own self, like, uh, I, I, look, I look at what you accomplish in a day, right? And you have to get up early and you have to power through it and you're reaching hundreds of thousands of people and you're doing it daily, daily and daily. And I know personally, I'm affected on a real level, right? That takes, that you're one person. Right? You're, yeah, but, but I'm just saying you're one person and you're affecting hundreds of thousands, which by the way, then affects generations and generations. I gotta share something with you that's crazy. Um, but but I think people, they, they limit themselves. They forget that they have power and they forget they, for, they forget that they can do incredible things, and they don't have the energy yeah. for it, and they don't have the you know they don't have the head for it, and so they're just like you know mush, mushing around. The first thing I want is a vision. Where are you? And that's another homework that I give. Where's you, where are you in three years right. from now? Like what's going on with you? Like I know your kids are three years older, but you like where are you in three years? Because you want them to have dopamine. You want to have the, the I healthy dopamine. I want them to dopamine. be excited. If I'm going to work hard, right? And it's not that hard, but it's it's work. If I'm going to work hard, right? For Here's my here's my circle of resistance around me, right? If I'm going to reach past that, I want to reach far. I don't want to just reach to like, okay, I'm a size down. I want right. to know like, what's your vision? What could become possible for you? Um, so that's what gets me. It's excited. funny how uh, even I, uh, where I don't understand the logic, but the whole point of of you know, int it's intention and intention. Yeah. Kavana. Yeah. Yeah. You know, God wants our heart. Right. He doesn't right. want our boo boo boo. Right. Right. He wants you. He doesn't want you to have a slave. That's the hardest part, though. <laughs> and Rabbi Nachman said that the majority that some religious people have fallen into sleep, sleep. because of their eating habits. Because of their, he says specifically, two hundred and fifty years ago, right. he said this right. because of their wow. eating habits, their and heart and, and mind it's cannot. It's gotten so much worse. <laughs> that's before. It's gotten they, so they much don't worse. They don't have the. They don't have the the intention. There's right. no attention. Right. There's no they're intention. Because they're sluggish. Because they're sluggish. It's sluggishness. It's a lack of faith. Right. He he right. brings a vicious. It's he really really takes. He, he was he way ahead. He was way ahead. No, <laughs> there was ahead of the game is not the word. He was so ahead of the game of recognizing the human. First, he recognizes human nature is to be sad. Right. And already your gravity is going to bring gravity. you to the ground. Right. right. And then you have to do something to get out of gravity. Right. right. But you're, 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 you're connected literally We're to Earth. Your Earth, and you're gonna, earth, and you're going down, to go down. Right. And the soul, but the soul refuses to refuses relinquish, to and, it, and it wants to grow at all correct. costs. And that's why people keep, you know, e even people who are, mm, they they know something's bothering them, and they know that there's more there, and right. they know that they could heal, and they know that they could have greatness. Like you know, that's that's the soul is as relentless as the body. Just you know, the mm. constant, the constant tug. How, how do you? I mean, what do you do with the? You know, you're dealing with. You know, sometimes you'll hear the story. The husband wants to leave the wife because she put on too much weight. She yeah. let herself go. Yeah. And and, and she doesn't want to. You know, she she's you know she's denying it. Because right. a lot of people will deny this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, usually. Um, yeah. How do you deal? I mean, what do you deal with these situations? And now she's got the pressure of the, the God forbid losing a family. Right. Right. And then losing and weight. How do you, how does and pressure is never helpful. How could she deal the with that? The first thing I would with usually do in that situation is I would actually try to get them to figure out why this is for them, not for their mm -hmm. right, not for their husband. Meaning, yes, in the end of the day, it's going to make your husband happy and it might save your marriage, but that's pressure, right? So what right. about right? What's in this for you? Even if it's as simple as mm, I like that. Right, what's in for you? Even if it's as simple as um, say this this family also has children, right? Maybe just role modeling good eating for your children, because if I can't, do it, I don't want to do it. I don't want it under pressure, right? Mm -hmm. But right, if I if I raise children who have you know normalized eating patterns because they watched me do it, right? I I, I, I take pride I take pride in that without pressure or or you know this this mm -hmm. you know I'm going to leave you type of thing, right? So because we're talking about a woman who isn't doing it for herself. Right, she can't. No, right now she's so under pressure. She's, she's, she's overwhelmed. Right. She put on weight. She's Next thing you know, she's got. Right. She's got to deal with deal so issues. So I would want to find. And out it could what's be that she's overweight because of the relationship. Yeah, <laughs> it could be. I would find. I would want to find out what's in it for her and make that list and make that list clear and like make sure that she's actually sold on that list, right? Mm. And I would also want to find out like probably there's like you just said there's probably more going on in this relationship, um, even just how it's being said, right? So like what you 
said before, there's a, way, there's, there's, a way, there's a way to get your wife or your husband to right. go work out or go to the gym. There's a wrong way and a right way, right? And so a good way would be this, you know. This depending this where you want to sleep. Right, <laughs> <laughs> depending where you want to sleep. So a good ba- way would be, you would make me so happy, and I would feel so proud and excited to walk around with you if you were, if you, if you were more buff, you know, whatever. Or how about, it, or how about to working out together? I'm embarrassed right. of you, right. and, you know, and I can't, I can't go anywhere in public with you. That's not, you know, that's pressure. So then I would find out how is he talking to her and what else? Because now I want to know more about this marriage, really, and I want to know how she shows up in this marriage. And is he, you know, is there like a dynamic of, you know, I, I don't want to jump to mm-hmm. any conclusion, but is there bullying? And is she, you know, is she is she lacking courage? And do they have communication? Right. And then we, because it's funny I how look at my phone. It's funny how you see pl- people get divorced, end up losing weight, end up and then and then they end up killing it, right? It's it's, it's the craziest thing because mm-hmm. when they lose weight, they end it's up the revenge body. <laughs> the revenge. It's fine, but you had the will to do it. Right. Do it. Do it before. I think that everybody, if you tap in, has so much there. Has so much there. It's just not tapped in, or they've given right. up. My opinion is people are just they're exhausted. Yeah. I think they're mentally exhausted, and they don't have a, they don't have any healthy outlets. That's um, that's huge, especially so. In so food, food, you know, if you're if you're Jew, where, where else you're gonna go? You know, right. it's, it becomes a. Um, Particularly in the you know, the food becomes the place the the easiest place to go where you can still get a, but I think people are exhausted and they don't have that, and but again it all relates because if you can't wake up in the morning you can't change your your state you can't work out because you're too, it's a vicious (laughs) cycle. Vicious cycle. A vicious cycle. But I do see that in the more right wing you know clientele or even Hasidic clientele is that they can't even chill out with the you know a thirty minute Netflix show. Or you know, and or they don't have you know they don't really have ways to unwind or a lot of sources of pleasure other than food. I mean, obviously there's others, but you know they don't have they don't have a lot of a lot of. If they're not working out, they're not doing sports, right? Yeah. So so and again, if they're not if they haven't developed themselves, so what are your hobbies? I don't know. What do you like to do? I don't know. What you know? I don't I don't know. Like I I had this conversation with a client yesterday. Tell me ten things that you like to do, right? Okay, give me five. She's a mother. She's a wife. You know. I think I liked nature walks. I'm like, good, good, we'll take it. One. She said, Do you like to play games? Good. Yes, two. But like I was I was pulling teeth. Like, right, there's so there's there that de- that what we talked about before, that loss of self, right. that lack of development of self. She really doesn't know. You know, when you when you go through trauma, you lose your voice. Mm-hmm. And this is the you know, you see in the shrine, you lose your voice, you have no voice. Yeah. And that's the first part. Voicing yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. I have a client I have a client who She had been mm. abused as a child, um, and she had a binging. She was she was severe binging disorder, and we got her onto eating regular, and she was getting better. But every time there was like an episode where he'd be raging at her or scaring her or whatever, mm, she she'd go into a binge. She'd go into a binge, you know, mode. So we talked <sighs> about if we could stay present and feel what we're feeling. Let's talk about that. And what came up was fear, right? And then we talked about what, right? This is awful. It's horrible that you had this upbringing. It's horrible that you're now married to this guy. But God loves me, right? And he wants you to grow. What would growth look like? And she said the opposite of fear, which um, Hawkins talks about also the opposite, right? Correct. Opposite of fear. um, And and courage. Courage, courage, right? So what would courage look like? And she said it would be just to stand up and tell him. Because she was like the doormat. Like if you tell me lay down, just how flat, right? Like Mm -hmm. she really, because she was out of terror, out of real terror, um, and she, and you know, so she said courage. So I said, what would courage look like? And she started saying, maybe I'll tell him that he's hurtful to me. Maybe, the, you know, and she started little, she got him little stuff. And she, what you said, she had, her, she had a chokehold on her throat, mm. an invisible wow. one, a lump in, at all times because her voice was so silenced. And she started to talk and to tell him and to say, that hurts me. And when you do that, I'm so scared of you. Um, and he didn't even really know because he was raised this way. And she never said anything because she was so scared to say anything. So he knew it's not nice, but he didn't know that she was like literally living in terror and binging. Right. Anyway, this was this is a it's a little bit of a longer story, but explaining not to end the fear. But she's in therapy now, and That's their marriage cool. they they were going to be sh- her courage was going to be. So actually, the food addiction actually opened up the yes, healing. Yes, but now wow. they're healing, and he she's finding out that he's sorry and that he actually didn't know how hurtful it was, and that he doesn't want to be that person, and that he, and now he's realizing that he was raised this way and he needs to heal. And they're going to wow. be okay. And he was, he it's amazing. went from being a monster. But it came from a, from a food it came addiction. From food. It came from food because Incredible. the binging was covering up the fear, the fear. Huh. And then when she let the fear come out and move towards courage, and um, I'm, I'm telling you a year story in, in, in five minutes, but there's multiple stories like this where when, the p- when you allow the pain, and 
instead of numbing it or stuffing it with the food, right? That's when we heal. And then we bring Hashem into it. When we bring grace into it, amazing things happen. Right. I'm telling you, I, I cry when I think about this couple because they're going to be okay. And he's because weight is like an overprotectiveness. Weight, yes, it's yes, a, it's, over a it's a layer. It's a layer. Part of mine is a layer, right? And she developed this binge. This the one I'm talking about. She developed this binge disorder when she was young. Her parents were mightily abusive and neglectful. I don't even want to discuss it, but you know, physical and emotional and twisted. Like they gave right. her the name of Shemayim and her. Oh yeah. Uh, they, they, uh, this happens everywhere. For, it's not, for we just see it. Yeah, no, every community, community whether community. religious, Jewish, non-Jewish, this is but not. Her co but there was yeah. really no food. Right. They didn't feed. They didn't shop, and they didn't feed the children. And so she, she was really, she was really hungry as a child, and her coping mechanism became finding food and and stuff, you know. Storing and she was sure. terrified of her, you know, of her parents. But that's where it developed. And I, I find mm. that when I talk to my clients long enough about their binging, there's usually some sort of not just trauma from the past, but actual physical food physical food. Yeah, wow. which is interesting. I didn't know that till I started. You that's know, incredible. Yeah, food. A, a client told me last week. She said, "I found out my parents lived upstate." And there was no kosher formula or something. And so as a baby, she was fed milk, which is extremely, you know, that it, it might be filling in, in the tummy, but you're actually mm. depleted of all your minerals and mm. vitamins. And, and she wasn't breastfed, obviously. Um, and so her start, her, you know, her start of her life was deficient in but vitamins when, when and minerals. Common sense oh, ever, when does common sense ever, when does common sense? Three bottles of milk. So she was hungry also. She said she was getting oh. three bottles of milk, plain milk, no vitamins, no minerals, no fats, no nothing. And then she grew up and, right, and now she has a, Cycles of binging, but it, it, it usually comes from. But this sometimes kind we, of we, 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 we we forget common sense. Yeah, <laughs> like, we're so like worried about the you know. Cholesterol. You you, right. you forget common sense. Common sense, but I don't know Which if everybody saving a knows. Life. Like I, I try to be done the counselors. I don't know if everybody yeah. knows the difference between formula and milk. But w the fact if we're, you know if we're living if we're living in such fear yeah. that you come to deprivation, whether it's cholesterol, there's right. a, I mean right. there's a bigger right. problem. Right. Well, especially right. with a baby. With a baby. I'm saying right. we we're not seeing. Right. So I don't. You're not seeing your, just, your relationship with God. I cannot excuse those parents as much as I could just say, but no. But we should all learn anything in extreme. Nachman was you know. Nachman got to a point in his life where he didn't want to drink the water from the river yeah. on Passover because maybe somebody threw some kind of matzah somewhere, and he, and he, right. and he recognized and, it got wet and then it and he recognized how ridiculous it was right. and any sophistication that he said right. that people use and these extra stringencies. He himself didn't want to do. He, he himself was becoming stringent. He himself recognized yeah. that it was the most ridiculous stringencies. Right. And that all these stringencies are, are the reason why people have these extra ridiculous stringencies right. is because they're, they fail to love and recognize how great God is in their life. So they think they, they need to do more stringencies. Right. They think he's the big man in the sky. Because, they want because they're, they're right. trying to uh, avoid punishment. Right. It, it's right. A, right. We really need to, and again, I don't, I don't know anything. I'm just, I'm just a simple guy from the outside. Coming you're, in you're fresh. A simple guy, but I've learned how oh, I've learned about correct. how much Hashem loves us from you. And I think the schools the right. schools don't it's teach. It's from Rab Nachman. Rab Nachman yeah, is, the school, is the schools teach um, punishment. Um, I don't know what's going on. And I don't know why they teach punishment. Yeah, there's no punishment. No there's learning. Idea. There's learning. First of right. all, there's no, there's no punishment. It's it's either if you have divine providence. You're connected to divine providence. And if you're not, bliss. then you're connected to then you're connected to, then you're connected to, the, to your own misery. world. And that's and that's misery. And, that, and that's misery. Right. But I'm saying even let's say something bad is happening that seems bad is happening to you. So we'll say it's a punishment. If you're under it's divine providence, it's only it's, it's only, only mercy and love. Right. If, and it's, if it's if it's if it's God forbid, if it's coming from fear, like if you're for example, you allow a, an outside fear in, that's not divine providence. Right. Now you're subject to that fear. Yeah, like if I'm stressed about something else. I mean, that's right. my problem. Right. You know, if that, you want to run away from if you want to run away from home, right. then you have to deal with the streets. Right, right. But as long as you're living in your mother's house, but you where are do you, think you are this going punishment thing came from. Uh, because we, we got raised. I think the a lot of times we got raised up as life is, is Judaism is a video game, and if we if we do this we score. If points. we don't we don't. A point right. system. A point yeah, system. It's right. and, and there's so much more to that. Right. And and I'm here to really, really and I think that's rebrand. You're, say, you're saying it. Rebrand it. I'm saying it. We grew up different, and then this community is saying it. So that means that we all were sort of brought up on this point system, Correct. where you know, you got no, religion with no relationship. And, and if you don't, right. and, and you're gonna get, you're gonna get hit. If you know, you're gonna get whacked, or you're gonna get out. God should help us. Right. We're supposed to lead. We're supposed to lead the nations, and then that's what we have to start. But I think what people struggle with, I know, I when I listen to you know when I listen to your podcast, I think what people struggle with is that. Accepting that Hashem is pure, pure, pure love 
Correct. feels right. like a cop out because it feels too easy. Correct. So if you're already trained that everything's supposed to be hard, right. so then maybe maybe I'm just taking the easy so way funny. out. By, right, and and I, I feel that resistance in myself, wow. and then and then I have to like work to get past it and to work to accept it because <laughs> because I'm back I'm Amazing. back in my other brain which says it has to be hard and God's tough and you know and all that. So like I want it to be true what you're saying. Right. I just it's really hard to accept it, um, but. But that's how exactly that's how you're you're programmed. Yeah. Just because you're learning Gemara doesn't mean everything has to be complicated. And right. there's four questions to everything. Right. Right. And that's exactly you, so. There's a lot of unprogramming. In there's a lot of deprogramming. So one of the ways that I process it is basically very simple. God asks us to love each other, right? And to and even if we're angry mm -hmm. at each other, right? And so if He can ask uh, that of us, then He must be that. Correct. That's it. It's a simple, right? So even if I can't imagine it. Because I've been taught that he's, you know, going to whack us if we, if, you know, if he's going to vary, you're going to get punished, mm -hmm. right? But just go back to the basic, simple expectation he has of us who are humans. And if he has that expectation of us as humans, then I can expect that of God. Correct. That he's just going to love us unconditionally, right? And that's how I sort of, Beautiful. you know, what, what is your idea on exercising? You get you try to get so so I have mixed feelings about it because people a lot of times people feel like I'm exercising so much and why am I not losing weight and mm -hmm. they feel like they're working so hard but I do obviously we all know the health benefits right. of it we also know the body image benefits of it when I exercise sure. I feel myself from the inside I have a better right. body image um, the mood the serotonin and also the daily ritual like if I do hadotas every day that's awesome but if I'm not at if even just a daily walk having a daily ritual of anything is Good. The book Make Your Bed, right? Just a date, right? So I think there's so much benefit to it. Um, my only concern is when clients start complaining, saying, "Hey, I'm doing everything right, and I'm exercising. Why am I not losing faster? I'm not going to lose weight faster because of it. You'll build muscle, um, so you might lose slower. <laughs> you know, you might lose slower because muscle is heavier than fat. But don't you don't you agree but you'll that feel better and your body shape will like look I better. feel I feel like if I'm exercising and I'm, I'm putting in a hard workout, uh, there's then no I don't way. Ruin it. But there's no way I'm going to binge on, on on garbage. Correct. That's so the last I, thing we we'll think about. I encourage it with the caveat of you can't expect the scale, just the scale. Don't expect the scale to move faster. Everything else is better. You'll stay more on track. You'll feel better. You'll be healthier. You'll look better. Your inches will be better. Your body image will be better. But your right. scale. Will, so if you're obsessed with the scale, I'll caution you. I, if that sounds like scoreboard watching. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I have to say the same thing with with his, with his body. Do it. Stop watching the scoreboard. Right. Like just do right. it. Right. Just do it. Don't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. With, with without expectations or anything like that. Correct. Just sort of doing it. Um, yeah, I've come a long way with that. It's really been wow. Amazing. My my brother-in-law. He has this whole vision of um, Hedalia swag, and it's going to be Hedota do it, or and then the boys who did the Hedota deed or Hedota do wow. that. I thought, I thought it was but pretty the good. Whole, <laughs> the, the whole point is everybody. I mean, we, we all, there's a I had a friend of mine, Eli Nash, the other day here, oh, and you and you see the, the all the movement today, ayahuasca and the mushroom. It's yeah. all to get the bittel. Yeah, yeah. And and what yeah. are you? We're, we're getting it. That right. We have the natural. Well, way the nice part about those things is that they're like. Ayahuasca is certainly start. not addictive <laughs> because correct. it's a horrible correct. experience. I've done it. Um, it's amazing experience, but the, the the physical part of it is nobody nobody's go nobody's wow. nobody's doing that repeatedly over and over again. It's extremely hard on the body. It's a real um, yeah. yeah, because you, there's a lot of purging that has to happen before you get to that, that level, and the purging can come in the form of throwing up, or it can wow. come in the form of uh, I did it with a few other people. They're running to the bathroom a hundred times. So they're getting rid of all. They're and getting rid of all. You have to purge before you get before you get anywhere. And if you resist the purging, you don't you don't really get anywhere. Um, so it's extremely um, intense on the body. Um, but um, so that's not addictive. So that's just like you get this like feeling, flash. this flash of like the universe is one. But everybody and wants and it. Everybody you. wants it. And it's I, I don't think it's a terrible thing. Correct, correct. I just think that it's just it's just a one time thing and it fades and then you got to you got you got to do it daily. Do it daily, everybody wants everybody wants the light. They, everybody wants to connect to the aura with yeah, so yeah. That's what nobody's doing ayahuasca for you know. But you know it's funny how it's funny how the, the way you get to the light of the actual the vessel, the vessel of the light that you end up getting from any experience yeah. is actually created through through dealing with it the right way. Like doing the work. That's like it. Doing the actually work. Like actually doing surrendering. The work. Yes. Surrendering and believing the experience that, that you're going through, yeah, 
is what gets you the light. That's the light. That's right. And that's that is the real light, by the way. And I've se- I seen it with my clients, and I've seen it with myself. My right. h- this year was my hardest year for various reasons, which we talked about. But Correct. Um, it's my best year because I did so. It's really it's the right. best year of my life. I, I did the most work on myself. I had to go much deeper. I felt so much more pain, and I was able to yeah. take that pain and say, "This is good. This is perfect." Thank you for sunshine. Thank but you. But think for about pain. Think right. about what does pain make you do? Yeah, pain, pain makes you work out. But pain it's makes right. you close your eyes. You think about it. Rabnachman speaks about pain. Right. The corpus of pain. You can't. You can't look at pain. Right. You're forced. If somebody, you're at the dentist. You're forced you to close your eyes. eyes. Right. Right. Shutting your eyes right. is right. bittle. Right. Right. It's just but making yourself into nothing. Totally and that's right. what right. what you like we need to do. Right. Right. That that so state. That your eyes. Sometimes we need to make ourselves into nothing. Right. We don't need to grab a Snickers bar. Right. We just need to say this. This. I need to go into Bittle. I need to go that into piece, surrender. Which, is, uh, which means I have to feel it. I, I have to feel it. I have to feel, have it. to feel it. And I have to be okay with feeling really uncomfortable because there's some there's a message there. There's a message right. there, and there's gr- and there's massive growth right there. Like that's that's where it lies. It lies right there, and I've seen it. I've seen it. The, the most painful things that happened to me, you know, that got me the most connected. I had to totally rely on Hashem that nobody can hurt me and mm. everything is perfect. And right, but so it came true. from a tremendous amount of pain to the point where, you know, when things were a little bit more settled, my hitoria took like a you know a little dip because it wasn't as as connected and I spoke to a rabbi about it um, and you know and, and because I don't want to ha- I, I wanted that connection so badly but I don't want to have to be in that painful state in order mm. to right and he said you just do the work of doing it through gratitude and through excitement cool. and joy because the Hashem wants Hashem wants both I'll, ta- I'll give you a good a good uh, the reason why we say a bra- it's funny I'll give you a, a good insight on food itself from Renatan this is a beautiful this is anytime we eat fruit, there's a beginning blessing and there's an after blessing, right, right, correct? Right. Where smell is just the right, beginning. Right, right. This is the reason why is because anytime you are about to take in food, there's always a mixture of, of because obviously every food is sparks, right, lifting right. up sparks. We'll talk about that in the portion. But there's there's a possibility that it could be a, a, a negative aspect to it. Uh-huh. That means not all food experience is a good experience. Right, right. So we say we have to say a blessing before because gratitude breaks obstacles, uh-huh. and then. Just because you ate it doesn't mean it's going to digest well. Right. So that's why you have to say blessing right. more because right. food itself is su- the it's smell. Li- it's smelled and it's over. Yeah, because it's it's it goes on directly on the soul. Right. Where food right. has the abs, food itself is a war. That's what melech. Right. Melech means uh, uh, mel- um, food is lechem. Lechem yeah. means right. means bread, right. obviously, yeah. and same same word is is, is also uh, war. Right. Oh, Lechama. Like Interesting. Right, it's a war. E- food, food is a war. Well, that's the Battle of the Bulge. Right. <laughs> he said it it's first. A war. <laughs> right. It's a war. Right, wow. right. It's, it really is. So, how war. do people get in contact with you? So, they get in contact with me um, a couple of ways. Either they can go to my website, which is mybkcoaching.com. I'll say that again mybkcoaching.com. Or they can find me on Instagram, which is not my favorite place, but I will meet you where you, where you find me, gotcha. which is also um, my BK coaching. Um, and I can give you my phone number. I'll just throw what my do you phone wh- number sure. out there, too. Please. It's 347. This is my direct cell. So you're going to reach me, and I'll probably say, okay, um, I'll have my secretary <laughs> call you back. But 347-938-9113. Um, and I would love to connect with the audience. And even just, I, I do a connect call for free. If somebody right. feels, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't charge for that. If somebody feels like they ha- they're struggling with something and they just want to, like, where do people buy your cookies? Okay, so how many cookies? items do you have? I'm so excited that we're they're talking v- about the cookies. They're very so right now we have three good. flavors of one cookie. Um, I sell it out of my office and out of a gym in Borough Park. Um, and we're Mirtashem taking on a distributor very, very shortly within the next couple of weeks. And mm. at, in this case, it will be in every kosher supermarket in North New Jersey, Florida, in Florida too. Yes, um, I don't know about the West Coast, but for sure, in you know, for sure, East Coast. Um, you did a, you did a great g- job. Gedalia likes them, guys. Four so. grams of fi- four grams of fiber, five grams of sugar, and five grams of protein. Yeah. It's very good. They happen to be very good. I mean, it's exactly it fills. It fills, but, you, it. Don't you, don't but you don't need, need that. You don't need another one. Like it's exactly. like you feel satisfied. You know, they, it's funny how how nowadays people, um, you know, specifically chips. Yeah. And um, can't stop eating them. Yeah, they, they 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 basically hack your brain. Yeah. And they take up they put stuff stuff the same places as as cocaine right. nucleus accumbens yeah. in your brain so you you Oreos get addicted too. to it. Oreos too. Like you there's a, like that zing in your brain where you get addicted and you can't stop eating. It's like that one chip. That's why you don't want the overprocessed. Correct. Because so they're, they're actually th- hacking the your brain. The multi-million dollar industries. Do- they're Dunkin hacking your Donuts brain. Dunkin' Donuts does it too. Starbucks. All these multi-million dollar industries, they know it. 
Dunk, okay, coffee we know is addictive, right. but why is Dunkin' Donuts addictive? It's just an egg, right? It's just a, right. or it's just right. A, right because they've hacked it too. My son was addicted for years. Like he just he needs wow. it. It's not that he wanted Dunkin' Donuts; he needed it. Like he would drive twenty minutes to go and and get it. So they but are the scientists attacks the yes. nucleus accumbens. Yes, and then the chips at least are honest. They say once you pop, you can't stop. Like they're not lying. Right. You know, they're 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 they they <laughs> they're not lying about it. They're saying you're going to wow. be addicted to it. So phones are the, the, so basically. America's addicting you with phones. Besi- besides, for the addictions that you deal with, the dr- wow. with the drugs, yes, right. phones, food. Um, I think any distract, you know, any any right. anything wow. that can get you not to think, um, or and feel. That's and incredible. It's kind well, of. It's I think it's the it's the evil inclinations way we don't want to focus in. Yeah. Just focus out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the apple. You know, the but the correct. <laughs> the the but but they're ver- they're actually very good. They're, they're, yeah, they're they're good. Good. the idea is that they're not too sweet and they don't spike your blood sugar because they have the fiber right. and they actually keep you satisfied. And some people even just eat them as a breakfast on the go yeah. um, with a fruit, you know, with a fruit or I'll something. Have, like I'll have very s- yeah. small protein shake, yeah, case shake. protein. You don't, need too much for, you don't need too much for breakfast, but you've got to kickstart that right. metabolism. Yeah. So I tell people eat within two hours of waking up. Celery and water in the morning right away. Celery, celery water, do cleanse. Like cayenne, do you do like a cayenne or ginger? Yeah, I'm very, very, m- very high into juicing. Yeah. And again, I'll have these kind of... What else do you, what other, besides for like food, like juicing, so what's in your juicing? Ju- no, I'll just have like just green ju- juice, greens. but no sugar. Right. No, no, no do you put in a one fruit just to make it tolerable? No, I'll buy the one, I'll just get the ones, i order the ones. Right. Cel- celery, and, celery and lemon. Because I'm scared of the greens. First thing. I'm scared of the greens because I don't want it to taste bad, so I'll put in like an apple or something, you know. Right. Just something and I'll have very clean it. protein, uh, Nutribio, which is my kosher protein that just slow digestion. So you're not eating a lot of processed food at all? No, like and then I'll have I'll, I'll eat this oatmeal. I have actually oatmeal cookies that yeah. I, I buy. Yeah. Semi processed, but not right. these. You know, this is no, made, no, no. This is made in a small, you know, in a small place where I like actually watch the first few batches being made. It's just a big mixture, right. and you know, like that is. But everything has no everything I eat. If I'm going to eat a snack, yeah, all high fiber. Yeah, yeah, because you stabilize your blood sugar. Yeah, right. and that way you don't have to be on this OA kind of like zero, you know, abstinence, which is you know maybe your body is fed, but your s- your soul needs some good right. stuff, you know. But it's extremely. It's another thing again because of my I need I need energy. Yeah. For me, energy is priceless. Yeah. Because you I have to, pro- I have to deal with so many people. Too. It's just I, I'm very careful not to spike, not not like to have things that are. Yeah, that too much sugar. Yeah. Anything that's gonna spike me up, I'm just gonna that's crash. That's why I wanted the five and five. You know, so that's the protein, the fiber, important. and the and all that. Because you'll get a headache afterwards. You get a headache after, or you feel a, c- a spike, crash, crave, and even even if, if you have that spike and that crash, then you're gonna ha- feel the urge. Right. Even if you don't give into the urge, your body actually the way it responds is it locks down the fat cells. Right. So you're 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 you're, adult, you're you're losing either. You know, you if you have that spike and that crash. Even if you beat the crave, you're now have same now have thing with bread. Also, bread will yeah. have to be any. It has to be like um, you know, spelt or yeah. it if it's white itself. I used to. Yeah. I used to with yeah. almond butter. But anything, anything that's gonna spike, give me a headache. Yeah. It's I yeah. feel. I yeah. feel like you're the brain fog. And the reason you feel it is because you're eating clean. Right. People don't even realize how icky they feel right. because they're just in it and they're in it and they're in it and they're in it. And then if you clean up. Then you feel that headache, and then you right. feel that stomach ache right away because you because because you've, you're much more you're much more sensitive to it. You start we right. people feel so icky from their food all the time and don't even realize it. And they don't it's it's I strongly recommend people to, to invest a little bit in education of everything. Yeah. I mean digestion. I mean it's, yeah. it's the, even the Gemara talks about that the, the stomach sleeps. The stomach's very tired. It takes a long time to digest. Yeah, it's gonna make you. Education it's gonna from make the you. Jewish angle, but also just when when my clients are pre-diabetic, that means almost nothing to them. Right. When they start to really go in and understand the body on it, you know, uh, what's going on behind the scenes, and like right. really understand it, it actually helps. You know, encourage right. them also. That would be maybe we'll go back to that wife and this imaginary husband who's saying, "I'm gonna divorce you." Maybe I would teach. Maybe I would get her on board by working with you and actually. Educating right. her as to what's going on in her body, her energy right. levels, her moods, like her that. serotonin, her dopamine, all like until they're you know until they're really sold on it. And then the idea is just because I'm sold on something doesn't mean I stay sold, right? Yom Kippur, we're mm-hmm. going to be angels for the rest of the year, and then yeah, exactly. Right, so, so we have to keep remotivating Correct. ourselves. We have to stay, you know, we can't expect. And don't be upset. Don't be like I, you know we speak about that all the time in the class. Contractions for the yeah. sake of expansion. Yeah. You'll never be able to stay on one level. No, you can't. It's not. It's yeah. not human, and it's not. And 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 stri- and. Striving for balance is, way, you know, is way higher value, I think, than striving for perfection and then failing and beating yourself up over it. Um, 
but you know, but don't expect like, hey, I was so motivated. Where did my motivation go? I don't know. You let it go. You got <laughs> like right. meaning. You know, I, I think. I if think. If I listen to one one right. podcast and, and right, and I'm inspired, and six months later, I'm not gonna right. But if I listen every single day, so where did my motivation go? I don't know. It's my it's my responsibility to stay motivated. I think you need to focus more on discipline than motivation. Both. Well, both. Because <laughs> yeah, we're not yeah. always gonna get motivated, but, but we need Correct. to have discipline. Mo- motivation is like the spark, right? right? And then commitments, discipline, right? And I've got to commit, and then. And that commitment needs to be unshakable. I need to see clearly for a second, yeah, yeah. get that motivation, and then just commit. I like the how you have them, ha- first of all, have goals. Yes. Yeah, what do you want? Do, do it for yourself. Forget yeah. forget everybody else. Not even just goals. Do vision, it for yourself. Vision. Life, like, like you're, so much, you're so much more powerful than you even know, and you're just not even, not, not even setting goals, right? Most people who set their goals actually reach them. People are do you have groups or individual? Se- do you ha- what do you do? So you have I groups. Do, I do one on one. That's more expensive, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I have groups, which has rolling admission. So anybody who wants to join, starting Monday, you can join. Because yeah. I feel um, a group, a group, that group, has, a group a great has a great energy a to has it. A great energy. Yeah. Along with both of those options, I put together a course, which is called the eight week intensive course. As soon as you, as soon as you register with me, you get access to this course, which has week one video content content all pre-recorded plus homeworks so you're working your way through this eight-week course and then right. you're either meeting with me one-on-one or joining the group in these eight in these very eight nice um, and you're in you're in brooklyn manhattan so where are you? so right now i'm it's been it's been a lot of zoom because i'm it. reaching a wider audience but i do have an office in clifton in my house and i have an office in muncie um but um it's lo- more zoom but it's more zoom because it's you know as as i'm reaching a wider audience which is my you know my dream right. um it's it's been zoom so the the group is the group is zoom um, the one-on-one, if they live in near either of those locations, they can come into the office, amazing. or or we just do amazing, it. amazing, yeah. such a pleasure, such a pleasure having you. Really an honor. And again, I, I think this is so important um, in in any way, just in a spiritual I- way, in a physical way. I mean, physical. Uh, you're you're also your ability to have relations. I mean, yeah. I can't tell yeah. you how this is an un- very un- est- underestimated. Well, we didn't talk about that part too much because right, but, but that's affects we it affects your energy, everything. affects your body it's image. Body it's image, just the way you feel about yourself, the way you show up in your marriage, the way you show up anywhere. If um, I would do a singles coaching thing, yeah. I, I, I would just be too brutally honest. So <laughs> I can't do it. So bring, bring but I would, bring, I would uh, first, bring me, bring first me. I would do, ma- I would do makeup makeovers. <laughs> right, right. I would just makeovers. But th- br- just bring me because I really, I was, I'm telling you, I was 35 pounds heavier. I get it. I'm, so I'm not for judging right. anybody. No, I'm no, just people need instructions right. on, hey, people this, this is not, this doesn't strategy. fit good. This right. does, I just right. need a little bit of an image consultant. Right. And again, I'm not here right. to tell you, but there's a little, if you, you just create a little bit of an image consultant. A little bit of an feel image better. Yes. But but people have to believe that they can. Right? Meaning everyone wants right. to look good. I think that's a right. safe assumption. But so where does motivation come from? I want it. That's everybody wants to look good and be thin. I know how to do it. Right. And I believe I can. So that's right. The want, I think everybody's got that, right? I know how to do it. A lot of people really don't right. because they're doing it wrong. And I believe I can also is sort of... The and and thank God now you have information. Right. People that are, are there are successful in this. And yeah. you can, get, yeah. you can get a good advice. Stories, massive success. It's great. Right. It's great. But I think any of the singles could, you know, can, can get there. Or any, again, it's just it, it's so needed when people take care of each other in a marriage. Yeah. You don't just get married and let yourself go. No, it, it's no. all of this just it it's accumulates. Not it's not fair. You have a good man, he's going to stay around, but it's just I I, I can't tell you how many stories I hear. I hear the same story. Right. I'm married. My wife let herself go. Or husband, my husband let himself go. He starts doing this. He starts doing it. It's just like you you feel like you got duped. And your heart breaks for them because there's some things that are like really, really not controllable. No, you can't. You cannot. If you even if you're single, you're you cannot let yourself go just because you think you have it in the bag. Right. Right. No, marriages take all sorts of turns, but and some of them are you you don't know. But this is controllable if you you know if you're willing to put forth a moderate you know moderate amount of effort. You know, you put an effort. I put an effort. I don't think I put in disastrous amounts of efforts but like no it I gets easier yeah, it gets it get, easier yeah, much easier it's, much because easier. it's habit it's habit right. it's habit in fact it feels weird when you don't work out i'm very i'm very excited for your cookies thank I you hope i'm they, excited um, that you're excited i'll keep sending them your way i think they're, they're very Til, they're until very they're good. in the stores in miami i got I'll, I'll no but the taste you got the taste right also oh, which is great which is great i got a good r&d team thank you thank you, thank you for much. coming and uh it was a pleasure having you and, and whoever again whoever needs i strongly recommend reaching out Which and um, you know in life it comes down to two things when we're failing you either change procedure or change perspective, perspective. it's one or the other so just changes maybe you, you change change one. doesn't mean you're a failure it means you failed before yes that's correct and right. for a lot of people that it's, it's not even i haven't even failed yet because you haven't right. tried the right way yet right. so thank you for letting me Beautiful. share this with your my audience pleasure. and having my me pleasure. on
Thank you.